Well, ladies and gentlemen, and as always, Springer, how are we doing? Uh, kind of a special one today. Springer and I get to be in person. Yeah, baby. Um, I mean, we haven't seen each other in what two years, dude? I know. Roughly it's stupid. It's been crazy long. Stupid. Finally in person though. Springer made the trek down to KC. We've just been hanging out this weekend. Uh, little Memorial Day fun. Nothing too crazy. Yeah. You know, it's hilarious because we've been doing this this podcast for you know a couple months now. Yeah. And the first chance you get to come out to Kansas City and hang out with me. You're here for 36 hours, and there is not a single hockey game on. Dude. For 36 hours. I, <laughs> I literally cannot believe that. Like, And we're in playoff time, too. Playoffs. And there's like, no hockey. None. None. No. I mean, it sucks, but it's kind of like, well, I mean, I can't say I'm surprised. That's just our That's just our luck. Just our luck, dude. <laughs> but, I mean, we did have some fun last night. We, no, we uh, did. Put we a did. Bit of money on NBA games. So Cel- the, the Celtics, yeah, they did. Uh, they did all right. Not too bad. Heading to the finals, but yeah. you know we're not an NBA podcast. We're not. I, I think we need to get into the hockey. Oh, the dude. hockey talk. We need to right. There now. has been a lot going on. So let's see. We haven't we haven't recorded in two weeks. Yep. Um, Sorry about another, that, guys. By another the another one of those weekends of just hectic, chaotic. Couldn't get couldn't get each other on the same page. Yeah. It happens. Life happens. It does. Know? I had to get mentally prepared for this trip too. Well, weekend, that too. So I mean, I, yeah. I you and me both, man. Dude. But, but uh, let's talk about another reason why we weren't able to record last week. You got a puppy. I did get a puppy. I did get a puppy. You got yeah. a puppy. Uh, my fiance and I got a puppy, and she is adorable. She's the cutest little thing. But you know, sometimes, not sometimes, all the time. Puppies take a lot of work. They do. Um. I feel Amen. like I have a child now. It's I feel like I've lost ten years off my life in the past six days. It's it's been insane. Oh, actually, today we've had her a week. So and she's eight weeks old today. Good for her. And her name is her name is uh, Fiala. Uh, for yeah. those of you who know that we are obviously a strictly Minnesota Wild Seattle Kraken podcast. Uh, Kevin Fiala. Kevin Fiala is the well and the Coyotes. Um, That's right. You know, very Love number one Coyotes podcast for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fiala is the name of one of the, the Minnesota Wild players who his future with the Minnesota Wild is undetermined. But uh, but his future with the Kraken. He's not going to the Kraken. If he's going anywhere, he's going to the Senators. They're gonna trade. They'll trade their seventh round, their their seventh overall first round pick for him. Oh yeah, that's what I think. I don't know. We'll see though. Um, we'll we'll talk off season in a couple weeks. We oh, got yeah. we got plenty more oh. more uh, real hockey to talk that's going on right now. Lots. Let's jump into what did we talk about last time? Um, we talked about all the first rounds, right? Yep. And so we haven't talked about any second round stuff oh, that's going oh, on. Yeah. So Avs Blues. Let's just start there. Let's let's just jump into that. What were your thoughts on the series and moving forward for obviously the Colorado Avalanche? Yeah. So I I thought it was an entertaining series for what it was worth. I I can't say I'm super surprised. I know that I had that series being the only one that didn't go to seven games. This is true. And that was a crock of crap because I think we only had, what, two series that went to seven? I don't... I think we were only the one in the second round. Oh, shit. Yeah, right? that's right. It's just tonight. Yeah. Rangers and Canes. Yep, that's right. Because there wasn't anything yesterday and that would have been a game seven. True. Yeah. So yeah, literally only one game seven this series. One, this, yeah, one out, one out, one out of four, which is still 
super awesome. That yeah, I mean, hey, you know, it's it's one of those things where especially this year in the first round we got so many game sevens. Oh, so many. We were spoiled. Like we were. we were spoiled. We loved game sevens, and game sevens are what you live for. Yeah. So to come to the second round and only get one, it's like, well, that sucks that there was only one game seven. But you got to remember, game sevens are very rare. They're they're they they're tough to get to uh, on both sides of the puck. Mm-hmm. Whether whether you're the team that's up three two or the team that's down three two, they're hard to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that we're getting one in the second round is amazing. Oh, uh, like, you know, all we can really hope for in the East and the West Conference uh, Finals mm-hmm. is one of those to go to Game Seven. Right. We're oh, just yeah. one. Just one. That's just it. one would be amazing. That's um, it. But or yeah. if the cup goes all the way to Game Seven, that's oh, oh my goodness, that's when are, it gets amazing. That is always Game the Seven, best. Finals overtime. That if it's not the Lightning, I can't wait. <laughs> Anybody we'll but the Lightning. We'll see. I, <laughs> the Lightning look really good. They do. They However, really you know. Good. Oh, let's get back to the yeah. the Avs and Blues. We'll get we're getting there. all over the place. We're getting, we're getting all we'll over get the place. There. Well, this is our first we're, time we're recording. We're too 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 excited. We to, are. Being in person, we're just we could throw out everything and talk for three hours. I think, dude, I know six to midnight. I'm telling you, <laughs> just this entire time, just being able to record right now too, in person. Yeah, blowing my it's mind. amazing. It's I, so awesome. It's also so different, like from Zoom. You oh know? no, I know. I'm used to looking at myself and being like, yeah, "You look like a big dummy up there." Yeah, and I'm uh, used to looking at you also. And saying, <laughs> a big what dummy. a big dummy right there. Um, <laughs> but. but it's, yeah. yeah, it's different. It's fun. I like it. It is. I do too. It's better vibe. I know. It's, Vibes are on. It's a little more exciting, you know? Okay. But yes. As blues. Holy Dom, shut up. Cow. <laughs> We're, we'll get there eventually, folks. I promise. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> Already off the rails. But, um, yes. Blues, blues ads. You know, I thought it was an entertaining series. Yeah. One, my most fun series to watch because definitely had another one that we'll talk about later. Oh, of course. But the Battle of Alberta did not disappoint. No, it did not. But yeah, I think this Blues series was, or you know, the series for the Blues. They, uh, they just seemed winded. They were out they, of it. They, I think. they did. But I also think, and you know, you and I talked a little bit about it, like off, off pod, off camera. But do you think the series is different if the collision with Bennington doesn't happen? Ooh. And I'll give my thoughts on it. I think it's tough to say it is different. Because at the end of the day, you, Huso still played great. Oh yeah, he came, he came in and he and he played well. And you know, I think he in that game six, Huso's the only reason the Blues were in it in mm. for fifty nine minutes and fifty five seconds. Right. You know. Yeah. I, he gave up one kind of math goal there at the end, but he had so many amazing saves that I might have Bennington have done better maybe, but Huso did amazing and he played he great. And you know, I I. Do I think it the the collision with Bennington was dirty or you know it's tough to say one way or the other right you know it's yeah. a it's a bang bang play I do I think Cadre's out there purposefully trying to hurt people no I don't do I think maybe there was a little bit of like more avoidance that could have happened possibly like mm-hmm. you, we just we don't know and we can't put ourselves in those situations right as you know in real life playoff time hockey of how fast you're going, being able to avoid it's it's tough. It's unfortunate. It is. I, I don't like that Bennington got hurt. I like and that's this is again coming from a wild fan who we you know, heartbroken by the blues again in the playoffs. Nothing shocking there. But 
I didn't want to see anybody get hurt. Like no, I wanted I to see a fair fight the whole round, and I, yeah. and I think we still relatively got that. Mm-hmm. It's not like Huso was a bad guy to put in. He well, wasn't a bad backup. Let's not forget that Huso was literally their go-to guy the entire regular. I was going to say the entire mm-hmm. end of the season, it was all Huso. Bennington yeah. couldn't find his stride, mm-hmm. and to you know, Bennington plays four what four good games, yeah, and then gets injured. It's like. Sure, he was picking up momentum. Sure, he was doing great. But that doesn't take away from Huso either, who no. just played the last quarter of your season almost straight without Bennington getting any starts. Yeah. He was still in prime time. Yeah. He was still looking good. Yeah. So I think, I mean, like, you know, just for a hypothetical, if that doesn't happen, I still think the Avs take it in six. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. But I, I, I think, you know, food for thought. No, definitely. And I don't know. Yeah. I I think I think what what really frustrates me about that entire situation is the slander that Kadri's getting. Oh, it's, I was about to bring that it's, up. It's it blows my completely mind. ridiculous. It it's unbelievable. I can't believe like I just I can't believe people say shit like that. I know, and to that part, like completely uncalled for. Yeah. Like, who do you think you? It's it. it if if you if you haven't seen or heard some of the stuff I, I i don't recommend going and looking it up it's it's very racist it's very it's very offensive a very offensive language it's it's just not there's no place for that well and the fact that not even kadri but kadri's wife yes was also getting like death threats she was and getting stuff. death threats yeah. and stuff I, grow up yeah it's grow up it that looks, is a, that's a human being and it looks that's a human so, being it looks so bad on the sport too because it looks horrible ha- why would anybody want to send their kid to play hockey, especially if they're new to the you know new to the sport? Exactly. If your kid, if that's if that's what they're watching, hockey, if that's yeah. what they're watching, and they're seeing the these disrespectful and hateful comments coming towards Kadri because of call it a questionable co- collision, that's fine. Yeah. That does not ever warrant any racist comments ever. No, I, that, it's it's unbelievable, and I, I I will not ever hear any argument that tries to state otherwise. It's bullshit. It doesn't belong in the game, no. and it's an absolute disgrace to the game. It is for the fans or anybody else to say anything like that. It, it, it and that's non-negotiable. Yep. Not up for discussion. Yep. Um, and that's just I I can't I I can't express how pissed off I was reading through all of those. It was oh, yeah. it was unbelievable. That was bad. So. Um, and I mean, the fact that he's been able to play through all that. Yes, too. and still be so successful. Oh, I mean, yeah. that just, that speaks to his character. Like, he's a, he's a resilient guy. Again, I, professional. He's professional, and he's going to go out there, and he's going to get a job done. Whether or not whether or not you like him, that's not the question. He does not deserve the comments he's been getting. He doesn't deserve the hate he's been getting. Nobody ever does. Yeah. And I, it's and ridiculous that that happened. Know. And what blows my mind, too, is that... Sure, he's been considered a dirty player over the years. He has, and but, and he has a bit of that reputation. Yeah. Again, that still does not warrant any of those comments to well, ever come out. You think about other quote unquote dirty players like Marshawn. Do you right. think Marshawn's getting racist death threats sent to him every single day? Pro- I mean, probably not. Right. Well, probably not like that. I'm sure. I'm sure. Got, I'm sure Marshawn's gotten his fair share of, of, of death, death threats. threats. Yeah, that I would surprise me. I but, can see that, but you know, to be called the offensive things that he has been called. Yes, it's just, it's... it's, it's like, I, I don't have words for how upsetting it is yeah, for that absolutely. to happen. I, I just, I, there's no place for it. Nope. And I won't stand for it, and I that's ridiculous. Agreed. So, agreed. Um, if, if you listen to the pod, and you are one of those people that made horrible comments to Kadri, uh, stop listening. We don't fucking want you here. Yep. And, uh... And go fuck yourself. <laughs> 
that's yeah, all you got to say about that. What he said, and that's all I have to say about that because so. that's just ridiculous. So, but all right, moving on. Abs moving on. Abs moving on. <laughs> Jesus, we're we're out of it, man. We're all over the we're place. We're having a day. We're having a day. My um, eyes itching and. You know, the dog's barking over there. I don't know. It's it's, blowing me off. We're having a day. Anyways, okay. So, Avs moving on in six. Um, Again, great series. Unfortunate to see Bennington get injured, but uh, I think they they still played through that well. Yeah. And, you know, it it just ended up not being enough. Uh, As it turns out, a hockey game is 60 full minutes, not 59 minutes and 55 seconds. And uh, in game six, five seconds was the difference. So crazy. It's, yeah, it's wild. Crazy. Wild. So... Let's talk uh, about uh let's should, talk about who they're playing. Should we should we talk about the battle? Let's do it, baby. The battle of Alberta. Oh my goodness. I know when we talked about this matchup, we were pumped about it two weeks ago. We were. And this matchup did not disappoint. It was absolutely phenomenal. Just goal scoring central. Um which is kind of not what we were calling for. Yeah. I remember you and I were talking a little bit, and I don't remember if it was on pod or off pod, but we were talking about how the series is going to kind of depend on Mike Smith. Yep. Because we we knew Markstrom was a solid goaltender, good guy. Um, he's he's going to stand in there and he's going to maybe allow two a night, and you're going to be you know that's going to be kind of as as a Flames that's going to be okay. Can we get two past Mike Smith? And yep. if you're Mike Smith, your your thought process was can I hold out two or less, mm-hmm. uh, getting in the back of the net? That could not have been more wrong. The Oilers took no time at all to figure out Markstrom. Yeah. Uh, and McD- Mc- McNasty, McJesus, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> this is this is my hot take of the pod. Uh-oh. I, and we talked about this yesterday, and you said that these might be fighting words. I think McDavid is in the conversation with Gretzky right now. Okay. Yep. I I, this dude, this I, we've never seen anything like this. I know. Since Gretzky's era. Since yeah. Gretzky, we've never yeah. seen it. We've never seen anybody perform like this. The moves that he's making, the 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 point scoring ability, whether it's assists or whether it's whether it's Geno's, he is just all over the ice, constantly being a menace. Mm-hmm. It is unbelievable, and for for him to be putting up these numbers, Gretzky esque numbers, in this era of hockey, yeah, where it is a much quicker, harder kind of paced game. Mm-hmm. I think speaks volumes. Yeah. That is unbelievable. I think McDavid deserves to be in the Gretzky conversation um, at the moment. Granted, he's young. Granted, he's got plenty more hockey to play. But I think for him to have been in the league this long, mm-hmm. uh, which is what a couple, good handful of years, five, six, six years, six, seven, yeah. six, seven, I think. Yeah. Um, for him to have been here this long and constantly put out the success that he has mm-hmm. is. It, it it it's astronomical. It oh, speaks it speaks volumes. Crazy. It's it, you. This guy's been in the league seven years, and teams still can't figure him out. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, for that reason alone, I think he deserves to be in the conversation. And then you look at his points, his playmaking ability. Uh, he's he's above and beyond the best player in the NHL right now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's it's I it's insane. It's that's I, that's my hot take. I I think he deserves to be in the conversation. I, I think... At the moment. If he shits the bed the next four seasons, you know, obviously that's a different talk. But yeah. right now, the way he's playing and the pace that he's on, I think he deserves to be in the conversation with Gretzky. Yeah. Well, I think... I think it's really hard to put him in the conversation just yet. I will say, though, I think that 
you are totally spot on when you say the ability that he's been able to perform at, or the level he's been able to perform at with the goaltenders of today. Well, let's be honest. I mean, there was in the '80s there was a few decent goalies, right? One of which playing with Gretzky in Edmonton, right? You know, <laughs> but other than that, it seemed like goaltending back then was very spotty. And it, it was wasn't yeah, as, it was hit or miss. And it wasn't as, like you said, fast-paced. You know, you had a lot more size on teams. Right, As right. opposed to maybe smaller-built guys right. like today's game. So, uh, I, I think I think if we have this conversation again in a couple of years, I think I would probably be on your your page. So, I'd be with you. So if, if I guess my counter to that is if seven years of success and not just success, high success isn't enough for him to be in the conversation, what is? Being able to do it until he retires like Gretzky did. Okay. I think because that's the, that's the, the nature of the, our sport as a whole is that guys can play really well and then get just absolutely destroyed and then you know, be out for injury and never right. come back the same. I mean, right. in my, uh, the first person that comes to mind for me is Paul Correa. Yeah. Because he was a smaller guy, really, really skilled player in the 90s for the Anaheim Ducks. And he got a couple too many concussions and he never came back quite as skilled as he was early on in his career. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, not like, to say I, that, Mc, not to say that McDavid's, built like a Paul Korea. No, is. he's a little bigger, but I, I mean I get what you I get what you're saying. It's it's one of those an, an injury could put a halt to it. But even if that were to happen, I I still think we'll call it seven years, even though we don't know the exact number, I still think seven straight years of the success that he has had, barring a future injury or not, is enough to have him in the conversation for these seven years. Yeah. If like you could say he he has He's had a Gretzky-esque seven years, and he deserves to be in the conversation for him playing for seven years. Yeah. But I think that more time doesn't necessarily equate to him being as good. Yeah. You know? I, that's just... I don't know. That's my thought. I, th- I think I think he's, he's proven himself. I think he's shown that he's one of the best in the game, if not the best. And I think, yeah. you know, he doesn't... If he does it for another three, that's again, that's only proving everybody's point. He's continued to do it and yep. continuing, continuing, continuing. So, yeah, interesting thought. I am curious to see, you know, how the next couple of years shape up, especially uh, moving forward on the Oilers to see if they can uh, kind of shape things up. But, anyways, Oilers Flames, wow. um, a lot of goals, a lot, lot of goals, a goals. lot of goals. Oh man, it was, it was almost like which of the two goalies is gonna be slightly less worse yeah, than yeah, the other. Yeah, it, it no longer became a conversation of who's going to be the better goalie tonight. It's going to be... It, it, it was who's going to be the least bad goalie tonight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because, wow, what was... Um, and you could make the argument of two things there. You could say the goaltending was shaky, but I also think the offensive firepower was just overwhelming on oh, both on sides. Both? Yeah. I, I, I truly don't know if any goaltender would have really been able to put up much of a fight in either of those. You just had to hope yeah. your team would respond and put in more goals on the other guy. Yeah. Oh, and um, speaking, I guess, a little bit more about McDavid, just the McDavid, Dreisaitl, um, other Spokane kid. Um, 
Uh, uh, Yamamoto. Uh, uh, who? Yamamoto. Oh, Yamamoto. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That that offensive line right there was firing. Disgusting. Oh, it was not, unbelievable. Not to mention of Vander Kane. Yeah. Who had? Did he have two hat tricks? Or just Something one? Close. Oh, I think he just had one, but I don't know. Either yeah. way, unbelievable firepower from the Oilers. I think that they shocked Calgary, mm-hmm. but I don't think they just shocked Calgary. I think they shocked the rest of the NHL a little bit. Oh, I I, I had written them off. I, I had thought Mike Smith, not a chance. Uh, there's no way that he can win a Stanley Cup because of that top line of McDavid, Dreisaitl, and Yamamoto, mm-hmm. as well as Kane's line mm-hmm. and the way they've been producing. I now have faith in the Oilers. Yeah. It's, it's mind-boggling. If you would have told me a month and a half ago that the Oilers had, were legitimate cup contenders yeah. and that Mike Smith was their starting goaltender, I would have written you off as one of the dumbest guys in the world. I know. I, I would have said, absolutely not. You don't know what you're talking about. There's just not a chance. And here I am, eating my own metaphorical words, um, because they look good. They look it, really it, good. It doesn't matter how many goals down they are. It doesn't matter how much time is left in the game. They can come back. Because, they yeah, they've got the the offensive power to do that. You and know, you've got guys. You've got a handful of guys. You've got four or five guys on that team on who can produce a lot per game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's it seems like for whatever reason there's I mean you have a couple of guys on that team who I think throughout this entire playoff series, at least one of those four or five guys has had more than one one goal a game. Yeah. Let alone oh yeah. One oh, point oh, per oh, game. oh absolutely. Absolutely. And I think here another thing on that is it's a little bit of a mental game against the team you're playing. No lead is ever safe. No. You, as 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 the opponent, you can never get comfortable. I don't care if you're up five at the start of the third period. You can't be comfortable Mm-mm. because Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl are coming for you, mm-hmm. and that is such a such a demeaning thought to have yeah. playing against the Oilers. That like you're constantly on high alert makes you more scared and more susceptible to mistakes, which ends up at the back of your net. Yep. And so I think the Oilers are scary. I think they're going to give <laughs> Colorado a much better run for their money than people are expecting. Um, I just. I'll be quite honest with you. I don't think Darcy Kemper's bad. Mm -hmm. But I've not seen anything from him that makes me think that's a standout stellar goaltender that's going to be able to shut down McDavid, Dreisaitl, Yamamoto, Kane, Nugent Hopkins. I just, I haven't seen it. I I, I haven't seen anything from Kemper that makes me think this guy's unreal. Yeah. And he can do it. I'll tell you right now, I think that this series is going to be a very high-scoring series. Oh, also. my goodness. Well, the over-under for Game 1 is already 7, and it might be moving up to 7.5. Like, it's oh, it's insane. Wow. It's insane. That'll be Ooh. a fun one to watch. I think that's tomorrow night, yeah? Yeah, I yeah. So. yeah, dude, that'll be a good one. Um, so, but, yeah. What are you, what's your prediction for the series? What are you thinking? And for for Avs, Avs Oilers, mm-hmm. I think this goes 7. I just like we said, I the, you can't ever count the Oilers out. No, but I, I also it's hard it's hard to bet against McCarr and McKinnon and Cadre uh, and Cadre and dude, I, uh, I just don't know. I yeah. just don't know. I think it goes seven. I think both of these teams play very well at home. I I will give Colorado a little bit of credit. They play better on the road mm-hmm. um, than Edmonton does on the road. Mm-hmm. But that being said. The Avs are still... They, they gave up 
They gave up one at home against the Blues, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. game five. Mm-hmm. Uh, McKinnon's hat trick, and they, they ended up losing an OT. Yeah. The Avs are beatable at home. Yep. I think the Avs steal one in Edmonton. I think Edmonton steals one in Colorado. Game seven, I, that coin flip for me. Seriously. Really? I, I think it's a coin flip. I like. I think this series, I, I see so many reasons it goes the Avs' ways. I see so many reasons it goes the Oilers' way. I can't pick. Gone to my head Ooh. right now. You tell me to pick an answer. I might. I think I. I think I'm taking Oilers. I'm not betting against McDavid. Wow. I'm not betting against McDavid. I was gonna take the bullet. I don't think I'd be able to answer that one. <laughs> or that. Yeah. Or I say I. Nothing. Gone to my head. I'm taking click, the click. bullet. <laughs> yeah. I. What about you? I, I can see this going two ways. I can see this. I can see Colorado ending this in six. Okay. Or, I could see this going to game seven going into overtime yes like a game seven overtime is what i'm imagining and, and we might just get blessed with that i honestly think we might and if that if it comes down to that then i'm taking the oilers really the oilers are so relentless yeah mm-hmm. that's what i was trying to say they're relentless they just don't quit nope gets to overtime they might have been down three goals that game at one point yeah. overtime is a brand new game they like they they are definition of memory of a goldfish mm-hmm Oh, we were down three? I didn't know because it's tied six minutes later. What? <laughs> well, especially that last series, too. It was yes. Like, what, four goals in 71 seconds? 71 seconds. Four goals in 71 seconds. I think I think it was the highest in an NHL playoff game since, like, 1912 or something. I, Probably. Whatever it was, it was crazy, crazy long time ago. Um, if not the record for most games in, you know, a certain second span but Good God. they're just yeah. never out of it they're relentless i think you're right i think if colorado gets a chance i i like that if colorado has a chance to close it in six i could see that happening mm-hmm. i could i could understandably see it even mm-hmm. though they'd have to do it in edmonton mm-hmm. um but if it makes it to game seven especially if it's a late grind third period tie game I think the Oilers have have what it takes to get that done and McDavid's gonna make sure he gets his team there yeah so well that's that's an interesting thought. I like it, though. I like it. it, it we're, it's, it's, tomorrow night's going to be a hell of a game. Hell of a game. I can't wait. Hell of a game. I can't wait. Um, so let's jump over to the East to uh, – I don't even want to talk about the Tampa-Florida series. I'm, I'm so tired of hearing the Lightning team name. It's ridiculous. Can somebody else win, right. please? Can somebody else win the Cup? If the Lightning go back-to-back-to-back, I – I'm – going to start a petition to move Tampa Bay to overseas and they're not allowed to play in the NHL for three years because it's just unfair. Take them to the K. Take, yeah, seriously. So, I we could talk about it briefly, but, yeah. but Florida just could not score. Nope. And I I was kind of shitting on him in the first round on, on Vasilevsky. Mm-hmm. And boy, did he make me eat my words Even. because playoff Vassy is back, baby. Back. Who's back of the month? Playoff Vassy. I mean, dude looks unreal. You have the highest scoring offense in. They were like third all time, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like all time NHL history. The yeah. Panthers were third on that list for scoring goals during the regular season. Yeah. And Vasilevsky. I don't think he ever gave up more than two in a game. I don't think so. Oh, and he didn't even give up a power play goal. Nope, not one. Nope. He's also, um, I, I, it dates back to the 
series before against Toronto because I don't think we got a chance to talk about it post that. But mm. um, he's also something like nine and zero in elimination games now in his past nine games. Oh yeah, I, I can see, I can see that. Stupid, stupid dude's putting up numbers. Uh, it's unbelievable. It is. I you know I love to see a goaltender succeed. I hate that it's for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah. I, I just want I just want to see them go. I just anybody else this year. I know. Anybody else? I I, I don't want to watch another three peat. I can't do it. Oh, I know. I can't do it. Oh, it would be so. Or I guess watch a three peat. I yeah. don't want to watch another repeat. Yeah. Well, I I don't know. I think that this series or whoever they end up playing, I think. I don't know. I I. I really do see them going back to the cup, but I don't know if I see them winning it. I, I, I but so this is a good point. We we at least have one of the two arguably best looking teams in the remaining five at mm-hmm. the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would argue the top two are Colorado and Edmonton. Yep. I, I think they those are the top two out of the remaining five teams at the moment. We yep. say we say five because. Uh, Kane's Rangers is tonight, which we will get into here in a sec. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, that's that, that's a good point. So I'd put Tampa probably third mm-hmm. behind them. Yep. Third best odds to win. Yep. And I, I think the sports books disagree. So, hey, if you want to go hit a, uh, an Oilers Stanley Cup future, might not be horrible. Uh, abs, oh, abs probably aren't as great odds, but you know, I think they're still the front runners to win it. Um, yeah. Yeah, but Great. I, I, you know, Oilers might be worth a sprinkle if they can pull out this series. But um, I, I think you're right. I think Tampa, they just look good again, mm-hmm. and they're get they they get hot at the right time. They sweep the Presidents Cup Trophy winners. Sweet. They can't even get one game on them. Um, unbelievable. It's it was kind of embarrassing. I really I'm a, was. If I'm a Florida Panthers fan, like. You you had the Battle of Alberta on the west and the Battle of Florida on the east. God, I, I, it wasn't even a, a scrap. It that wasn't wasn't a, a skirmish. No, that wasn't. That wasn't it was a slaughtering. Yeah, it was not a battle. <laughs> that, that was, was a, a slaughtering. Sweep. That was a slaughter. It was a sweep. You you can't. It doesn't get worse than that. It doesn't. I don't. I, you could argue and say, oh, every game could have been five nothing, and that would have been a bigger slaughter. No, it's a it's a four zero sweep. There was not one point. That went to the Florida Panthers yeah. in that entire series. Yep. Didn't matter. 4 0 sweep. That's as bad as it gets. Slaughtering. Yep. Bad as it gets. So, kind of embarrassing. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see what the Panthers do in the offseason with all their uh, their acquiries that they got at the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. They, their coach said it himself. They were, they were going all in. Mm-hmm. Similar to the Wild this year, they, they were pushing all the chips to the middle. They were trying to do everything they can because um, I know they have some buyouts too that are eating up a lot of cap space as mm-hmm. well. I remember I can't remember who it was though, but regardless, um, they they kind of went all in, yeah. and so now it's this question of well, where do we go from here? Who can we keep to still help us try and be successful? Um, and is it going to be enough? Yeah, because you just you just went and acquired Claude Giroux and. They, they got gonna, yeah. three other, four other guys that mm-hmm. are all going to be, you know, they're all going to be up once the season's over. So now what do you do? Yeah. They, you can't sign them all back. Nope. You're going to have to, it's, yeah, they're, they're going to have to figure it out because they, 
they may have to end up trading some guys too. They they again to make room on their cap space. Yeah. They just might have to. Yeah. So so it's it's concerning because I mean they they don't have a couple, very many draft picks picks coming up. No, nope, they used a lot of those to acquire people at the deadline. Yep. So it, it seemed like they really were banking on this season, and it's tough because they it does not look like they really built at least any sort of an infrastructure no. for the future of that team. Because, I mean, let's be honest, like, your big pickup this year was Claude Giroux, who is almost, he's hitting 40? Yeah. Yeah. Soon? Yeah. So... And listen, we're not saying there's anything wrong with being 40, but no. those of you that are that understand how age works in sports, 40 is, uh, it's up there. It as is. As a professional sports player. It is. It's, it's tough to continue to... Put out your best hockey every single year once you once you hit the age of forty. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, dude. I'm twenty three and I still now don't think I ever could get back to my prime. Like, <laughs> God no. You see, yeah, you can actually see me now. I got the body of a milk bag. Trust me. I body of a milk bag. Yeah, baby. It's just oh man, just everywhere. But <laughs> but. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. The fact that somebody's able to stay in the league that long yeah, and be able to produce is awesome. But for that team... But but there, there becomes a certain point where you will no longer produce at that level. Right, and, exactly. And it, whether it's this season, whether it's in three seasons, that is an unknown that you... A lot of teams don't want to take a risk on. Yeah. Well, you know? it, what makes me so upset, too, is... I mean, I don't think it's a secret to anybody that... The Panthers were not good for a very long time. No, they were not. And I don't think any of Florida or the team or the front office, they don't want to go back to that. They don't. And they kind of just set themselves up for that. They did because they they, they don't have a core group. Like, like, you know, I don't mean to be biased, even though I kind of do. You look at the wild and, you know, you talk about some of the guys that are up for free agency, Kevin Fiala. Um, you know, some, some of their bigger names and it's like, okay, yes, they're in trouble with cap space, mm-hmm. similar to the Panthers. Like the, it is kind of a similar situation. They have guys they want to resign. They're in trouble with cap space. What do you do? But the wild have set themselves up with young guns that are coming in. You've got Matt Boldy. Mm-hmm. He's still signed two more years on his rookie deal. Mm-hmm. You got Kirill Kaprizov. You just signed for five years. Mm-hmm. You know, you have those established players mm-hmm that you have kind of set your team up around, mm-hmm. as you said, the infrastructure. You have those guys. Mm-hmm. Florida doesn't really have that. Huberto, and I think that's... Barkov, if he's if he's not up, but I think he's getting close. Yeah, but... I... And he didn't produce like Huberto did. No. So, I mean, it's one of those things where you can have two great superstars, but if they're not the guys that, you know... You need 22 guys to fill a roster, yeah. you know? Yeah, so. exactly. It doesn't take two. Yeah. So, yep. I... I think it's tough. I think it's. I think it'll be really interesting to see where they go, and um, if they yeah, if they bounce back from the slaughtering that they just had. Yeah. So, so Tampa moves on, which uh, brings us to Game Seven, Rangers in Carolina. We have seen a Carolina team that is quite honestly a bit of an anomaly. They are. They really are. I don't know. If we've ever seen a team do what they're doing right now, oh, it's completely defeated on the road mm-hmm. and completely undefeated at home. Insane. 
I've never, I, I, I haven't heard of that. I've never watched a team do that. No, but you, what's crazy is you've been talking about this for months now. Yeah. How the Canes are very hard to beat at home. At home. They're hard whatever. to beat in Carolina. They are. I, I was, I, I said it all, I mean, literally since we started recording, I mm-hmm. said, yeah, don't bet against the Canes at home. Mm-hmm. And I'm considering eating my own words tonight. That's Uh-oh. right. You heard it here. Considering eating my words. Because I just don't know, man. I yeah. just, this this game is similar to a coin flip to me. Yeah. I, I could see the Rangers riding high on momentum from game six. They needed a big win at MSG and they got it. They got it in a bad way too. Because they made Ranta look atrocious. Mm-hmm. He, I, guys, by no means am I saying I should be playing in the NHL. Neither of us. I, I, I get sniped all day, every day. It's not, it's not like, I put up, I put up a horrendous showing. I maybe have five saves and 30 goals let in. I guarantee you the first two goals anti-Ranta let in, I'm stopping. Off his chest, basically through his chest. I that's that's one you gotta have all the time. Gloves, yep. get, gloves gotta be out in front. That's one you see in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then five hole. I mean, I get I, I get beat five hole all the time, mm-hmm. and that, that's not that's nothing new. But coming in underneath the circle where he has, lit, I think it was advantage Ed, has literally nowhere else to shoot mm-hmm. except in your chest, yep. right at you. Yep. Why are you not covering your five hole with not only a leg pad? But your stick needs to be down. Stick Dude, his stick, down. his stick was over in no man's land by his left foot. Yep. I mean, I, you couldn't have given Zibanejad a better goal. No. So, he could have closed his eyes and shot that. And yes, and it would have gone in. Yeah. And it was going in. He didn't, he didn't even need to aim. He just yep. needed to keep it on the ice, and it was going in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, man. Ranta looked atrocious. He looked bad. He looked really, really bad. Mm-hmm. We're not going to sugarcoat that. No. Uh, three goals on, what, 11 shots it was? I think so. I think so. Something like that. No. Yeah, you your team's not gonna win a hockey game Mm-mm. playing like that. No, and they confirmed they're going with him again tonight. So, then but then you turn around and you look at his numbers, and he's got a .96 goals allowed average mm-hmm. at home mm-hmm. compared to like a three point nine eight on the road. A .96. I think it was .96, wasn't it? Is that what we said earlier? We were looking at the stats. It, it was under so one. It was, it was under yeah. one, right? Yeah. Which yeah. Is- because his save, his save percentage was is like nine seventy nine eighty mm. or something at like, home. Yes, at home. At no, well, clearly not on the road. Yeah, you don't give up three goals and eleven shots and not have a. <laughs> yeah, you don't have a nine eighty at that point. No, right? no, 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 you don't. That's down the shitter. Yeah. Um, he just, it's it. I that's why I I'm so confused on who to take tonight. Yeah. Because I just it, up and down. It's up and down. The Hurricanes, somehow they walk into their own building and they say, this is our house and you're not going to play here and we don't care who you are or how good you are. Goodbye. You're gone. Mm-hmm. And we win every time. And then they step into another arena and it's like, I forgot how to play hockey. <laughs> it's it's the weirdest thing. I've never seen anything like it. It's it's almost like that team, you know, that arena is like their lifeblood. I, I understand totally, absolutely having like, a better mentality at home. Yeah. I get it. Oh yeah, and and having more me- momentum at home. But this is this is like completely different from that. It is. This, this is not like a oh we're on home ice we have a little bit more momentum. It's like oh we're on home ice and we can play the game of hockey again. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like they switch. It's, like they switch. They switch twigs. Yes. With each other. Yeah. Like uh, 
when they're on the road, they're like, hey, let's, you know, let's throw all the sticks in the middle and pick up a random one and play with that. It's, it's like the difference of, like, working out at 3 in the morning when you have gone 48 hours without sleep. Um, that's, that's them on the road. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and them at home is working out on 12 hours of sleep at about, like, 10 a.m., and they just snorted half a bottle of pre-workout. And they are just ready to go. Buzzing. I don't. That's the only way I can even think to describe it because I there's it, there's just so opposite their gameplay away and at home. So it is mind blowing. It you look at the works. other side mm-hmm. and now that we've uh, spent our time with the Canes, mm-hmm. I, again they're a good hockey team, especially at home. I just don't the know. No, no, no. The Canes. Canes. The okay. Canes. But as we transition over into the Rangers, mm-hmm. um, I, I just I I haven't seen enough consistency. In this series, for me to feel comfortable taking the Canes, even though they're at home. Which brings us over to the Rangers. Okay. I think last game was huge for them in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. And you and I have been talking about this all day as I've been trying to figure out where where my pick is going. Um, I, guys, I'm seriously, I have been, since, since 10 a.m. this morning, I have been watching countless YouTube videos, all the highlights from the, the entire series. Oh, like, yeah talking through every single point that comes to mind, and I still just can't pick a side. I don't know. But you, you look at the Rangers, and you look at Shesterkin, yeah. and that is a big, big reason that I, I I cannot count the Rangers out of this series. Yeah, I can't just say, well, Carolina's at home. They're 7-0 at home. Duh, they're going to take it. Shesterkin is that guy. Mm-hmm. He, he is, is that guy. that dude. Mm-hmm. And he is going to get in there. And he's going to do anything and everything it takes to give his team at least a shot at walking away, getting to play the uh, Eastern Conference Finals against the defending champions in order to make it to the Cup. And I think the Rangers' offense has found their stride. This is another thing I was talking about. I think momentum is a big thing. And you can say that the Canes are getting a lot lot of momentum back, getting back home. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's absolutely fair to say. But then you can't also discredit that the Rangers have a lot of momentum coming off of a five-goal showing mm-hmm. at home in which Antti Ranta just got pulled. Yeah. Not even, like, he played bad and it's like, okay, well, you know, he gave him five goals throughout three, three periods. No, he got pulled. That is so mentally challenging and demoralizing as a goaltender yep. that it's, it's very hard to bounce back from that and yep. not be a little bit in your head. And that's why I'm wavering so much on the Canes. It, a lot of it has to come with goaltending and the fact that the Rangers offensively seem to be finding their stride. While the Canes, offensively, power play looks horrendous. Yeah. They can't put anything in the net when they're up a guy, yep. which is so far off from the regular season that I think they're now they're they're looking like the Minnesota Wild on the power play. Quite honestly, they can't they can't establish zone. They can't get puck movement. They can't get shots on goal. I, we look atrocious, dude. I, it's just a fact of the matter. The Canes have not looked good on the power play. They yeah. just haven't. They. They, they've had some decent chances once every, like, two or three power plays. And other than that, the Rangers are either... Either the Rangers are doing an amazing job of killing, or the Canes are just that bad yeah. on the power play. Yeah. It's... I don't know. I know that was a lot. It's There's there's so many thoughts that are going through my mind every second that I think about this game. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Everybody and their mom is on the Hurricanes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was right there with you from... 10 a.m. this morning until yeah. literally just now. Till now. <laughs> what? Just 
watching you try and, you know, do the numbers in your head, you know, I could see the, the gears turning, but I, I just think, you know, I've been playing devil's advocate for well, of course. You know, most of the Somebody time has today. to. Somebody yeah. has to. You know, just giving you more hypotheticals to think about. But I think that, in my opinion, and obviously we're going to continue to talk about this, but in my opinion, it's so hard to take the Canes at home. Not to, it's so hard to bet against them at home. I agree. It is so hard I because agree. they are are that team at home. Like you said, it's like getting 12 hours of sleep, waking up, hitting the gym at 10 a.m., and snorting half a bottle of pre-workout. That's what they're like at home. And sure, there's a lot of hypotheticals and a lot of what-ifs, especially regarding the goaltending. Yeah, and I But think... let's not forget, that's like somebody who just snorted a bunch of pre-workout and is at the gym, you know? It's like, regardless of how the team looked in the past that's they've true. always been able to come back that's true. and win that's true when it mattered in game road. seven mm-hmm. that's right that's right after being you know even on the road because like you said they have lost literally every single road game that they've played 0-7 oh, 0-7 seven. Oh, seven on and, the road and won every single game that they've been at home Wait. is that right that's not right 0-6 oh, on the road 7 now at home okay yep 0-6 oh, now that makes sense yeah, because three and three. Yep. 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 So. Yep. Because I'm dumb. Math is hard. That's right. Dude, we're not math guys. That's I can't why count. We, that's why we talk. Oh, and six. For a living or whatever. Seven and oh at home. Oh, and six on the road. Yeah. But anyway. Big dummy. Oh, and six. And for them to be able to come back and win those home games. Every time, too. Every time. Every time. Every time. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. you know. Hard to bet against that. It's yeah. Hard. At, a, at a bare minimum, it's hard to. It's hard to say confidently mm-hmm. the Rangers are going to win. And I'm not writing the Rangers off. Again, like I said, I've gone back and forth every five minutes. My mind changes. Well, it's the Canes at home. Well, but Shesterkin's stupid good, and he's hot right now. Well, the Canes, like they're going to figure it out, right? Yep. Well, the Rangers finally got their offense going. Well, it's just every minute it might. I'm, I'm flipping back and forth, so it's really just a matter of who – is on their game night. Yeah. Is Rand's on his game tonight? Canes win. Well, and they're at home. So they're going to be on their game. S- stats have you, proven. You'd think. Yeah. Yeah. But all good things must come to an end as well. That's true. That's that's also where my mind is at. That's true. 7-0? It's going to be real tough to make it 8. Rangers aren't going down without a fight. Yeah. But it was also really tough for them to make it 7. Make it seven. They were down 3-1 against Pittsburgh, and they decided to go ahead and win four games straight there. That's true. I guess three games straight. I can't, count, I can't count again. Dude. Numbers are hard, man. I'm so stupid. <laughs> so hard. Big, big dummy. Uh, three games in a row. Anyways, down 3-1. I mean, you, you look at the last series. Both of these both of these teams are now playing consecutive uh, back-to-back game sevens mm-hmm. in consecutive series. Uh, you had the Rangers come back from down 3-1 against the Penguins. Yeah. To take the series in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, wait, no. They were in MSG, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Yep, they were in MSG. Yes, because the Game 7 videos of MSG were Just bananas. Mm-hmm. Yes, they were in MSG. That's right. Um, I'm sorry. They won games Game 6 mm-hmm. in Pitt, which mm-hmm. was kind of a heartbreaker for Pitt. But yeah, what are you going to do? Um, and then you've got the Canes, who took the Bruins to 7. Again, mm-hmm. 
all it ma- all that mattered was being at home. Mm-hmm. They went and got they. I think one of the games they got stomped on by yeah. the Bruins, or both of them in Boston. The first yeah. two in Boston, I think it was like five two and five one or something. They just yeah. got rocked, but then turn around at home and they were the ones winning five one five two. So yeah. gonna be interesting. Yeah, definitely gonna be a fun one to watch tonight. I can't wait for it. Um, I know you'll be on a plane, but you'll still be watching. I will. Have, have, have the ESPN run in on the, uh, that Southwest oh, Wi-Fi. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Um, but let's let's kind of look, I guess, into the, the future there with that. So yes, that's what I was going to get to. Regardless of which, just so we can kind of talk about the like the Eastern Conference. I was going to say, so basically, let's, let's do this. Let's talk about who do you think has the best chance of beating Tampa? Mm-hmm. And... How many games does it go if that team wins tonight? I think I I don't know I I think it's <laughs> I think the team that has the best chance to beat Tampa is the Canes, especially because they will also be at home on home ice advantage. Yep, against the Lightning. Yep. So it's real tough to bet against that again. The Canes at home that's hard because if they win tonight, they're eight zero at home. And I don't see that momentum slowing down if they if they make it to eight now. Wow. Okay. But they got to make it to eight now, mm-hmm. and they they've got their work cut out for them, letting the Rangers hang around this long. Yeah. yeah. They should have put it away in MSG. That's all I'm gonna say. I I agree. They should have put it away in MSG, and I, th- I I I the more I think about it, the more I think the Rangers have a very good shot of doing this. And at the end of the day, it's gonna suck. If, yeah. if if it's a Rangers Lightning against each other, you know those games are gonna have one goal scored per game. Yep. And it's gonna be in overtime. <laughs> yeah. You might as well you might as well just call the first goal of the game the winner. Oh yeah. Because you have playoff Vassy in his bag right now. Prime timing stats. Right he back. is just killing it. Mm-hmm. Against Shesterkin, who's doing the same thing. And has been all year. And has been all year. Mm-hmm. I how do you it's, How do you score against one of those guys? Whatever you don't. Yeah, just bet the under. You just for that. oh my. <laughs> hit the, that way hit the under two and a half. Hit the under one and a half. Under three and a, hit all the unders yep. if that is what we get because yep. that's that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. Um, That'll make it, you a winner at least, regardless of who wins the series. You'll win. You'll win. You bet betting, the betting the under with Vasilevsky and Shesterkin and that. It yeah. wouldn't surprise me if we saw like an over under five. Hit hit one of the really one of the books. I don't know. I don't know if it's ever made it down to five. I know five and a half. Yeah, but I'd be curious to see if they would bring yeah. it down to five, depending on because those games aren't going to get up above two one. Maybe an empty netter makes it three one. Yeah, I you know I don't know. We'll see though. It's going to be uh, going to be an interesting one. Yeah, it is going to be yeah, an interesting one. But I, I yeah I, I think I think the Canes have the best chance of beating the Lightning. I think that that the Rangers have the opportunity to win tonight, moving them on. But I just don't know if this is a Rangers team that's going to be good enough to beat Vassy and that stacked team right. as a whole. I right. Because, you know, there's... The goaltending that the Rangers have faced up to this point is, is not... Near Vasilevsky level. Nope. Nope. Not near. And Lu- Louis Domingue and, I mean, a little bit of Casey DeSmith in, in the Pittsburgh series. Yeah. Um, 
but then obviously Anti Rantanal. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing his name wrong too. His first name. I'm not sure how it is. Anti Ranta. Is it Anti? I think that's okay. right. Anti. Whatever. Anti Ranta. The you know that Hurricanes guy, the goaltender that yeah. in Game Six got pulled because he gave up three goals in eleven shots, and yeah. now it's time for him to go home and pillow boy for the Canes. Go home, go bed. Yeah. Um, go, home, go, bed. <laughs> go home, go bed. Go home, go bed for him. Um, it's it's just gonna be different. It's mm-hmm. hard to get past Vasilevsky, mm-hmm. especially with he's in his prime. Now, that brings me to another thought. Is I'm almost thinking, and this is another hot take of the day, mm-hmm. um, full of them today, I mean, I'm all over the place. I think this long of a break for Tampa hurts them. You think so? I think so. Okay. There And here's my, here's my thought process behind that. There is not a single practice scenario that you will ever go through that simulates playoff hockey. I don't care how intense you take each drill. Mm-hmm. I don't care how intense you are against your teammates, how hard you battle. It does not matter. There is not ever a simulation of a playoff hockey game. You just can't do it. Nothing can prepare you for it. And so you have a Tampa Bay Lightning team that for a week straight now has only been practicing. Not at the tempo of playoff hockey. You, again, you just can't simulate that. Mm-hmm. You can't simulate being against a guy battling in a corner that that hates your guts, that despises you mm-hmm. with every fiber of his being for the next seven games. You can't mimic that, Mm-mm. especially not practicing with your own teammates. Yep. Well, and you, you just know, can't not being able to hear yourself think while you're on the ice. Because of the arena. Because of the arena, because of being on the road, you can't yeah. simulate that either. You mm-hmm. pump as, no, as much noise into a, into a practice as you want mm-hmm. to try to help simulate that, you're not going to. Mm-hmm. It's never going to be the same. Yep. And I think for that reason, Tampa probably drops at least game one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Definitely period one. That'd be that'd be a good, uh, good betting look. Ooh. I don't care. I don't care if it's against the Canes or the Rangers. I think... I think First game of that se- of the Eastern Conference Finals, first game, first period, whoever's not the Lightning, I take their money on. Wow. In the first period. For first period? Okay. I think so. Um, keep I, that in mind, folks. Yeah, keep that in mind. I, we'll, we'll definitely, uh, I guess that'll start this week before we get another chance to record. So, no. you heard it here first. So, keep that in mind. Yeah. Uh, first period, not the Lightning. Take yeah. the other money line. Um, but yeah, man, I just... You can't simulate that. So I, I, I truly do think this week off actually hurts Tampa more than anything. And it's not like they were really waiting on any big, huge injuries on mm-hmm. people to get healthy. Mm-hmm. They had everybody that they that you know that is made them successful. Mm-hmm. And so it's just extra rest that you almost don't want. You want to stay in the intensity of that mindset of we're battling, we're battling, we're battling every single night. We're going to war. It's a new day. Wake up. Go get shit done. Like you just can't have the same intensity. Not playing. Yep, absolutely. So, I, yeah, I mean, it'll be it'll be tough for them. I I one hundred percent agree because, yeah, I I like what you're saying though. I think that first game is going to be pretty tough for them. Yep. Just because. Yep. I, I don't also, care if they're at home or away. Mm-hmm. I think it's tough. I I think it's hard. Yep. I also think that they're professionals though, and I think that by game two they'll this is true. They'll get it picked oh, up. Oh, I I think I mean I think by by period two or period three in game one mm-hmm. I think they're back in. That's why I yeah. love first period money line opposite teams. Yeah. But especially. You talk about them having to go play in Carolina. If yeah. Carolina wins tonight, Whew. game one, you haven't played in a week. 
and you got to go play in Carolina, who's now 8-0 at home, assuming they win. Oh, I'd put, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'm putting a house on the Hurricanes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sheesh. There's no way. Uh-uh. No way at all. There's no it's, way. Yeah. That, it's, yeah, it's going to be a tough series. I don't think, in my opinion, I don't think the East, Eastern Conference is going to be as fun to watch as the Western Conference. Not, no, it won't be. But especially, especially like I was saying, if we get a Shesterkin Vasilevsky matchup, mm-hmm. it's not going to be near as fun to watch Kemper and Mike Smith give up six goals every game. <laughs> Good God, yeah. But I don't know. I, I think I think yeah, these two series are going to be total opposite. Yep. I think that you know I think that the Eastern Conference is going to be very low scoring. I think Western Conference is going to be just stupid high scoring. So whatever you whether you like goalie matches or offensive matches, I think that we got a little bit of something for you for uh, the conference finals. So yeah, it's gonna be good. Yeah, it is, dude. I'm excited. I'm excited. Lots of hockey still to be played, and uh, lots of hockey still to be played. Well, let's uh, let's jump into a break. Yeah, I'm gonna grab some water, grab some food, yep. and uh, maybe we can keep keep her going with the segments. Maybe keep her going. See if we can't put it together some other segments, or we just. Call it good for now, and we record again on Sunday. Yeah, so sure. we'll just we'll jump out. As always, um, you know, guys, like, comment, subscribe, do the things, do the stuff. Um, we appreciate y'all. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna hopefully start getting to YouTube here. Maybe maybe that's where you're watching this now. Actually, who knows? Um, but yeah, all the all the all the bells and whistles. We appreciate it. We appreciate you guys. Uh, you know, listening as always. Right in. Let us know what let us know what your thoughts are. If we're big dummies and you hate our takes, cool. Let us know. I Please. love it. We love to hear from the people. Please. So just don't send us racist stuff. Yeah, and uh, yeah, don't do and, that. And don't be a racist. It's not that hard. Yeah, <laughs> not that hard. It's really not that hard. Yep. If there's um, anything to take away from this episode, it's don't be racist. Don't be racist, no. and don't make death threats to professional sports players that are also human beings. Human beings. You don't. You, I'm, I'm not. By no means am I saying you have to like them. I. Brad Marchand is one of my least favorite human beings on this earth. That does not mean I'm ever going to send him a death threat or hope he dies. That's not how this works. Yeah. We're all humans. We're all here to live together. So let's uh, let's treat each other respectfully, eh? Yeah. What, what do you say? One love, all. One love, guys.